0: Welcome, partners, to the first episode of 2024 of
1: the Out for Lunch podcast. I'm your host, Griffin McCurlin, and before we jump in, I would just like to say thank you. Thank you for your continued support throughout the years. We hope to keep giving you all the most pressing information on all of the biggest topics here at SAP. 2024 is going to be a great year filled with growth, And I hope that this podcast can provide you with even the smallest bit of value to help you achieve your business's goals. Now, today's episode is all about helping you build and create Pipeline. Our guest today is John Scola, leader of the Ecosystem Demand Management Team. He has over 20 years of experience at SAP. He is a partner expert who has laid the foundation for all things partner and has seen this company shift from an on-premise company to a cloud-first company that it is today. Now his goal is to get you more money, more business, and more success. And a fun fact about John, he was actually our first guest on the podcast in our inaugural episode more than two years ago. So it's great to have him back. He's seen it all, so I hope you enjoy. Let's find out what John's having for lunch.
0: Oh, oh I forgot about that question. <laughs> uh, I had a uh, chicken sandwich with pickles and some cheddar cheese, uh, followed by some sourdough pretzels and a big glass of water. Okay. It's pretty good. exciting today.
1: Hearty, delicious. Sounds good. Okay. So John, we are talking about partner activation. We're talking about your team, ecosystem demand management, and we just want to really know what that is. You are the you are a leader within that organization. You are the leader of ecosystem demand management. What yep. is ecosystem demand management?
0: Yeah, sure. What do you guys do? So, what do we do? What do we do? What yep. do we do? I, uh, sometimes I don't know what we do, but what we do mm-hmm. is we efficiently and effectively help our partners build pipeline, create pipeline, create demand for their services on our solutions or our services, their solutions, et cetera. So we are here in order to create enough pipeline to help us reach our mutual revenue goals. So our partners have revenue goals, whether they're VAR partners or software partners or service partners, SAP has revenue goals. The only way we're gonna be able to achieve those is if we've got enough pipeline, meaning we've got enough co- customers with enough interest out there to go and buy all of that portfolio, I would say our joint portfolio. And so we wake up every morning thinking about that. How do we make them more efficient? So we think about what are the different programs and initiatives that we could be rolling out to help our partners? Some of you may have heard of like a race to revenue or jumpstart for new partners. Um, Some of you may have heard about like sales plays, what we do around sales plays. But everything that we do is meant to to drive that activity. So we develop programs initiatives. we took a we take a tremendous amount of look at data. like where are we where do we have enough pipeline? Where don't we have enough pipeline? Is it a particular market unit in a with a particular LOB or an industry? If so, how can we work with that market unit to then drive focused activities to make sure that we're growing pipeline? Who are the right partners uh, who are focused on those industries, who have built pipeline in the past or who have desires to build pipeline in the future within those industries or those LOBs? How can we work better with them? How can we activate the market unit to work with those partners to, to drive that pipeline? Um, so partners would do- really like you you are you are
1: getting them at the end of the day you're trying to make them dollars you're trying to give them their dollars
0: 100% you know we are if obviously I'm a partner guy 20 years working for partners at SAP and i need to make sure that our partners have enough pipeline to drive their business and if they drive their business they drive SAP business and that's good for both of us and so yeah we wake up every day thinking about how can we become our partners' best friends by helping them drive their business?
1: Well, That's amazing. I don't see yeah. how anybody would would disagree or complain with that sort of endeavor. So, making dollars, making money, and that's that's the goal. Awesome. So, you spoke about kind of a couple uh, like uh, examples. I want to kind of kind of anything specifically that you guys are doing lately. Anything big on the table that you guys are focusing on right now? Uh, I know yeah. you've mentioned things in the past, like race to revenue and, and different initiatives. But is there anything is there anything coming up? or or anything that partners can get involved with or should know about that will help them in your endeavor of making them some pipeline.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. I got a bunch of things that I want to talk about, but the what we just released, and so, um, you know, before Christmas, what we released was um, the partner benefits catalog, the refresh of the partner benefits catalog. And so I know that a lot of partners have had a hard time working through that and finding the right services and offerings that they want to use in order to be able to drive demand and build pipeline. But that whole platform uh done by Laurent and his team has been tremendous. They have recategorized all the offerings, allowed better search functionality, added increased um, functionality and features to the Partner Benefits Catalog where now partners can rate and review um, the different services that they purchase and or leverage, um, and which will then obviously help other partners determine and figure out whether they wanna choose those offerings or not. As a result of that partner benefits catalog initiative, uh, we've gone through every single offering that's on that catalog. And really we've cut out the ones that we feel that weren't working. We've really emboldened the ones that are working. And so now you've got like the, the pick of the litter out there as far as which services and offerings to go for. And we've even gone as far as to take a look at the agencies that are providing the support to actually execute those offerings with you, our partners. And so now it's like, it's complete end to end. You can go find them. You can go find within the partner benefits catalog. You can actually go and research which ones you want to use. You can then figure out which, which agency is supporting that. And so that's a, all a nice package. And you know that's something that's going to have continued focus from us. And so it'll always just be getting better and better, more agencies, more offers, more initiatives. And so that one's huge. We're super excited about that. Tremendous effort on the team's part. Very exciting yeah very exciting. so that's good so check that that's out. that's good yeah. that's
1: very good I mean it's uh, it's always good for partners to have this kind of the, the like you said the pick of the litter you know yeah. everybody that I speak to in any every different product or initiative that we have or launch there always seems to be a different way for partners to engage whether it's, you know, selecting a different initiative or selecting a different route or selecting between different packages within a certain, for example, rise, for example, you know, we've just come up with all these different packages and pack premium plus and and different ways that partners can transform their business and move to the cloud. So, I mean, it's no surprise there, but I mean, it's good work that, um, that you guys are doing. So I'm sure partners appreciate that.
0: Yeah, no, it's great. So definitely check that out. Mm -hmm. And then also, um, I would also say, you know, uh, Griffin, like you, partners, we engage with partners all the time and talk to them. And, and um, everyone always asks me like, what's the one thing that I should be doing. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I just want to let everyone know there is no one silver bullet. Um, You know, we all know, we should all know that it takes multiple touch points in order for a customer to take action. And so um in fact i think the rule of thumb is 12 touch points in 12. order to for, yeah so wow. you know that's multiple hits from you know from all of your initiatives so it's you know thought leadership papers that are out there your linkedin efforts your your messaging your dms the events that you run everything so it's very hard to pinpoint the one thing the good thing is is that on the partner benefits catalog you can find a huge portfolio worth of, of different initiatives and offers and touch points that you can leverage as well. So, um, yep. do check that out. Um, yeah, Griffin, I want to mention one more right now, which yep. is the sales plays. Yep. And so sales plays are, are uh, something that I I really didn't know when I took over this role, Uh, but it's a big deal uh, with inside of SAP. And it's maybe it's like the little secret sauce that we should all be sharing with each other. And Griffin did tell me not to share too many secrets, but (laughs) um, before this call, but um, we have a thing called the demand management framework with inside of SAP. And that is essentially the engine that our demand practices, and sales practices use in order to go to market. And so there's 140 or so of these sales plays. And so they could be LOB specific or industry specific or a combination of both. And what happens is each sales play talks about who's the target audience, what are the pain points, you know, why would the customer care, and what is the offering that you should lead with in order to gain the mindset of your customer out there. All of this has been vetted by our by our um, global sales place owners who know this space, these spaces extremely well.
1: So each one of these is, is individualized for a specific scenario. And it's almost like a, a little Bible of, of how to proceed with that kind of, that, that, yeah.
0: gotcha. Exactly. Yeah. Bible, Torah, you know, you, 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 <laughs> your <laughs> you pick. pick your book. Exactly. <laughs> and, um and within that book, if you will, or that sales play comes content like, you know, Descriptions of the target audience, like in-depth description of the target audience, CMI, our our battle cards around who would we be competing against, value propositions of how best to position that offering. And so our sales team, so think about this. If that is what our sales team is using to figure out, all right, I have this huge quota to hit. I got to hit a few million euros with the revenue. I'm going to leverage these five or six sales plays with my target audience and those, those will be my, as as Griffin said, these, those will be my Bible, my game plan as I mm-hmm. as I go and talk to these customers. You, our partners, should know what those sales plays are and how to speak that language, because that's very relevant for our sellers. And so. All those sales plays are available for you. January 12th, we're pushing out a whole new bunch for 2024. And those will be refreshed over the year. It's always continuous. So always go back to the resource on the Partner Edge portal. But from there, you get all that content, all that information. And so when you pick up the phone to talk to your rep, or the reps that you've worked with in the past, you could always say, which sales plays are you using? Or here's how I align to these sales plays. Are you running these sales plays this year? And so that I would say is a little bit of the secret sauce on how our sales teams are working, which might actually help you get a leg up um, on uh, getting their attention uh, for the year.
1: Yeah, I was just going to say, it does sound like it gives you a little bit of a leg up. And just curious from, from a partner's perspective, these sales plays, so there's over 100 and, 140 of them, yeah, uh, I think are that these, was the number last year. Yep. Okay, gotcha. Are these included in SAP's partnership or are these a, an additional service that, that they need to purchase or is this all included within their partnership? All,
0: all included. All included. included. Yep. All included partners. We like that. And you could also, we have a, we have a sales play masterclass. So okay. the partners can get trained up on how best to leverage the sales play. What's in a sales play? How do I access them? Et cetera, et cetera. And you can get that right off the partner edge portal as well. Okay, amazing. Yeah. So you and
1: your team are doing great work in generating pipeline. I know that the partner activation team as a whole has gone through um, a lot of changes recently to help partners uh, benefit from our services better, just more benefit from what we're doing. So I'm just wondering kind of your perspective, how this new team structure is helping partners differently and how you see kind of this new structure
0: enhancing the experience for partners. Yeah, um, it's nice now we've got with partner activation, which is run by my boss, Boris Goble, He's set up these pillars of excellence or practice, you could call them. And so there's my team focused very much on demand and helping you drive demand, like we've all been talking about, or I've been talking about Griffin's been asking me provocative uh-huh. questions about. But <laughs> then there's also the partner services hub as well, which is, you know, the, one, the people who are fixing the problems that you have. So whenever you uh, fill out a ticket, um, whenever you have a question, um, whenever something has to get fixed in PRM, um, this is the team that is doing that. But there's also other elements of that team that are also driving recruitment and onboarding activities and really thinking about the experience that the partner is having when they're engaging with SAP um, from a from a one-to-many standpoint, or even a one-to-one standpoint, like for an uh, an IT ticket. And so that provides that little center of excellence. It's not that little, but that center of excellence is now very much focused and a cohesive unit that can focus end-to-end on all of the aspects that you need within your partnership. The other pillar that we've got is within the partner-managed hub. And so those are the, and that's not for all of our partners, because some of our partners are managed by our partner business managers or our software partner managers who are in the field or even our GSSP partners, but the partner managed hub is managing uh, at a higher rate of partner to partner manager, um, but is doing it in a remote uh, setting and has access to all of those resources at the partner services hub as well, because they're co-located in general in the same places. And so there's a lot of nice synergies and a lot of quicker speed to resolution and speed to access of information, which is super helpful as well. Um, and then we've got also um, the partner edge team is coming together underneath Boris as well. And so that's like thinking about the program. and And when you, and how to make it better. And when you have your ear to all of the tickets that are being made or the qu- requests and the questions that are coming up within our partner services hub with the Partner Edge team in that same organization, the sharing of information is very fast. The Partner Edge team is going to be able to predict or at least anticipate what to be doing next to the, par- to the actual program to make better benefits, to increase the partner experience. And so it's a really nice, cohesive um, organization that um that yeah boris has transformed a lot over the last year and i think 2024 is going to be a breakout year for you know our partners who are experiencing and engaging with us within partner activation um but um also for for sap
1: that's awesome that's awesome every topic
0: I talk about every any
1: speaker I talk about, there's always it it never seems like anything is stagnant. Everything is always changing and evolving, which is which is amazing to see. So yeah. um John, I have two more questions for you. All right. Um one of them is not business related, but we'll save that one. Uh but the last, last one I want to ask it's the it's the staple question. that you might remember it. I don't know. We'll see. No, I don't remember. Uh-huh. Okay. Well we'll we'll jump into the last question first. Um and really just what do you want partners to take out of this? What do you want them to know above all once hearing this? Or what do you want them to do? Kind of what's your, your I guess, your your closing thoughts or, or kind of call to action?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, an overarching theme, I guess, would be, you know, we are always thinking about our partners and trying to make the experience the best as possible because we believe that your success is our success. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a call to action, um, I would say on particular ecosystem demand management, is SAP is growing very fast. We need you, our partners to grow fast with us, come along with us for the journey. We are rolling out the red carpet, trying to create new offers and initiatives to help you be successful in the marketplace. Whatever that specific activity is, whether it's solution enablement, technical enablement, or in my case, demand management and your pipeline build, We've got a tremendous amount of offers and initiatives and market development funds, et cetera, that are available to you and really hope that you um, leverage your partner business manager, leverage your partner manager who's in our partner hubs, um, leverage your software partner managers to get access to those services, uh, use the partner edge portal. Everything is there. I know it can be hard to work through sometimes, but it's getting better. And, um, and uh, you know, help us help us help you build pipe we're here for you amazing so partners reach out
1: get involved john and his team are here to help um okay john last one i don't know if you remember this was over two years ago since you were on the pod and you were the first person we asked this question to i remember your answer i'm gonna i'm gonna see if you have the same answer Uh, if you were to have lunch with any famous person celebrity icon throughout history who would it be john
0: Oh, man, I do remember the question, and I don't remember the answer. I wish you had prepped me. <laughs> um, but um, actually, right now, I've, uh, so a, a, a little while ago, I went back to Italy to see some family in Sicily, mm-hmm. and uh, I would actually love to have a conversation with my grandfather who immigrated into the United States in 1917. Wow. And, and I never really had a conversation with him because he only spoke Italian and I was raised speaking English. And so um, I would love to have like an in-depth conversation about with him about that experience and what it took for him to, you know, pack his bags and come to the United States and set up shop and, All that. So yeah, maybe not famous, but famous for me. So that's where I am today. It's
1: all it's always interesting to to think about those conversations. You know, when I was younger, my my great grandfather was in the war and things, and he passed when I was younger. And it would just it would have been interesting to hear about his life. And you know, he lied about his age to get into the war and all these crazy things. And you know, who knows what the kind of things they went through. But
0: yeah, amazing. So what what did I say two years ago? Who did I want to meet? Two years ago, you wanted to talk with Sir Edmund
1: Hillary. The oh, first yeah, man to summit Everest.
0: I still want to talk to him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so things can awesome. change. It's always interesting to see how the answers change. But, um, but John, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, partners, all, all the yeah. resources I'll put in the description of this episode. Um, yeah, John, thanks again for coming on.
0: Hope it was a good yeah, rest of your day. All right, thanks, Griffin.
1: Thank you, partners, for tuning into this episode of the Out for Lunch podcast, and a big thanks to John for joining me in the diner. For more information about John's ecosystem demand management team, please see the DigiBook in the episode description to learn all about the team's portfolio of partner-facing services. Thanks again for your continued support throughout the years. Have a great day, a great 2024, and as always, stay hungry for more information.